I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. If you missed our first hour, uh, this is Hour 2. It's Friday, February the 2nd, the year of the Lord, 2024. This is Hour 2 of Episode 1015. If you missed our first hour, you missed a lot of good. If you're a NASCAR fan, by golly, you missed all the inside NASCAR stuff from uh, Paul Whittington, who is hanging out with us here into our second hour. We also talked some Carolina Hurricanes. We talked some uh, NHL, <coughs> excuse me, NHL All-Star Game too. But uh, he's hanging out here with us for the first couple of minutes of this second hour to uh, – it's it's huge, and I know you don't really have a dog in the fight. I don't either, being a Virginia fan, but uh, Duke, Carolina tomorrow night. Uh, by the way, if you want to go to the game tomorrow night, uh, the cheapest tickets that will get you in the building, $417 right now, dude. Wow. It's a lot cheaper <laughs> than the Super Bowl. It is a lot cheaper than the Super Bowl, that did you is see, sure. Did you see Brett Kennedy gets to go cover it, be on the field for it, and all that fucking he, stuff? He is going to be on the show live from Las Vegas next awesome. Wednesday, yep. He is going to be. Oh, man, uh, he's going to have to get up early for that. That's what he's. We were when we were negotiating it yesterday. <laughs> no, no, no. You're laughing, but you're right. We were negotiating. I was like, dude, we can pre-record. No, no, no. I want to do it live. Uh, and I guess he forgot that I'm a morning show, and I'm like, well, dude, can you do the eight o'clock hour <laughs> on Wednesday? And he is like, uh, yeah, you know, no problem. His so, fingers. Exactly. Fingers he's like, yeah. Well, he said, but here's the deal. He's got to be on a bus. Uh, taking him to the stadium, or I guess to Radio Road, whatever it is, at six fifteen their time. So uh, oh, well. him coming on with us at five o'clock is not that big of a deal. We're five o'clock, five a.m. his time, which will be eight o'clock here. So uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, really Brett cool. Kennedy will be joining him. us. Uh, Terrence Copper will be joining us next week. Uh, we're going to try to get Harlan Neal, big San Francisco 49ers fan, one day next week too. So trying to balance it out. I don't have a dog in this fight, as you know. I was really pulling hard for your Ravens and. Then when they got Maybe beat, I was. Up. There's not going to be any Ravens fans on the show next week because they're not in it anymore. <laughs> well, dude, I was because you know uh, Ariel would be there if uh, the Ravens were in the. Yeah. In fact, I think she's going anyway. Uh, we may try to get her on the show, but it would have been even more special to have her on the show, uh, being a big Ravens fan like you and Scott are. But uh, anyway, mm -hmm. anyway, uh, we're not talking about that. We'll talk more Super Bowl next week when you. Uh, in fact, you will be. Uh, it'll be the final day before the Super Bowl. We'll have you here on the show. Uh, but Duke Carolina and John Dawson uh, chimed in here, and he said Carolina by seven. You're you're an unbiased person. You don't care about Duke. You don't care about Carolina. Who who do you have winning tomorrow night? Yeah, I think it's going to be close. Uh, not not just because it's a rivalry game, but the two have just not been playing great basketball recently. Carolina coming off the loss to Georgia Tech. Uh, Duke had the, the almost lost, what was it, Clemson last weekend. They just haven't been playing great basketball. I feel like Duke's probably a better team than Carolina, maybe. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. I haven't followed it much. Um, I'll probably pick Duke. Okay. Well, I, just... I don't think they've won. When's the last time they won in the Dean Dome? Did they win it all last year? Did Have they gone to Carolina and won a game recently? You know, dude, I – if we had Scott in here, he could definitely tell us for sure, yeah. but uh, I, I don't know. I do know Duke's got a lot of injuries, and that's what has uh, stymied yeah. them here early in the season is mm -hmm. uh, they've had, uh, I mean, at one point, I think uh, Scott was telling me they had three, if not four, starters out uh, for a game, uh, I don't know, two or three weeks ago. I think they've got yeah. they've gotten a little bit better health-wise. 
But, uh, dude, I've got Carolina winning, and I'm not happy to say that. And I think it's even more pronounced with them losing at Georgia Tech. Uh, to, was it Tuesday night, Monday night? Whenever it was, they lost at Georgia Tech. Uh, I think that's lit a fire under them. I think if they had gone into that game against Duke and they were on, you know, a 10-game, 11-game winning streak, something like that, that would be one thing. I think uh, uh, Georgia Tech opened their eyes a little bit and let them realize that, you know, they're not as good as they think they are. And uh, so that's what I've got. I, I don't know what the spread is. Uh, it's not up on Vegas Insider yet. But I would I would probably guess it's going to be uh, Carolina by three or four, and depending on the injury situation, even maybe a little bit more than that, dude. Yeah, um, I'm not going to get to watch the game because we're we're going to uh, not um, a wedding. Tell don't tell me you're going to a no, wedding. No, 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 we're gonna go see uh, NC State and Georgia Tech play tomorrow night. Okay. Uh, so Sam Sam's got her friends uh, coming in the town that she went to, that she went to college with. Um, one of them lives here. The other one's coming in. We were supposed to do a football game this year, and then it just they we were gonna do the State Carolina game, and just nobody wanted to go to an eight o'clock game in the uh, Arctic subarctic temperatures that they had for that <laughs> game. So we we decided not to do that and decided to push the basketball season. So we're going to go see uh, Georgia Tech and NC State play tomorrow night. So not going to get to watch the Duke Carolina game. Well, I'm going to – I don't know if your mom told you or not, but we're going to be out of town ourselves. So I'm, I'm going to try to watch it. I'm going to try to watch it, but we'll see. Okay, listen, Paul Whittington, thank you so much. I haven't heard from Levi here in the last little bit. He must have dozed off. No, he still – so he's got this, like, little Ravens rattle that <laughs> – is very easy to grip because it's got these like um, thin pipes that go around the football, and so that is like his favorite toy. Um, he's going to be heartbroken to know that they're not going to be playing uh, in the next football <laughs> game, but um, he loves that little rattle. So he's just over there. That's that's got all his attention occupied at the moment. I love it. I love it. You better send a picture to your mom, okay? Yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> there you go. Paul Whittington, thank you so much, dude. Think about it. When we talk to you next week, we'll be on the on the threshold of the uh, Super Bowl. And then two weeks from today, we'll be doing the show live from your house. That's right. That's right. Yep. Don't 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 let me forget that. Keep, okay. keep reminding me. <laughs> okay. I definitely will. Listen, dude. Paul Whittington, our NASCAR, our uh, NHL Carolina Hurricanes expert. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week, dude. You as well. There you go. Uh, so, uh, hey, let's get uh, IP up here on the line with us. As we do that, though, uh, let's thank uh, let's thank one of our day one sponsors here, and let's thank uh, uh, Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car services. Absolutely, positively, where you should go to. Located at six hundred three Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone Building, next to the uh, Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots. Spence Automotive is uh, owned by our good friend and local sports writing legend Keith Spence. Is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. In fact, I will be taking my car by there today to get it serviced. You should do the same thing, too. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs. Also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service or when you need new tires. And tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you. And joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line it's Friday. You know what that means. It is TGIF with IP. 
our uh, NIL deal with uh, our good friend uh, Isaac Parson from Winston-Salem State University. And I tell you what, uh, it, it's always a little bit more fun when you and I talk on a Friday morning and you've got a big win over a rival the night before, isn't it? Good morning, Isaac. Good morning. How you doing? Uh, not as good as you are, man. Not as good as you are. Big win for you guys last night as uh, you beat uh, Johnson C. Smith uh, <laughs> in a, against a team that had beaten you guys earlier this season down in Charlotte. And uh, kind of an, uh, from what the score indicated, looked like kind of an easy game. What was the difference between uh, in a 77-52 to 52 win, a 25-point win against Johnson C. Smith? What was the difference between last night and then uh, back on January 13th? Um, the difference between last night and uh, January 13th, you know, we, we uh, followed the scout this time. We keyed in on the players, the, the shooters, the non-shooters, and I just felt like we were locked in. What were when you looked back at that game again, that seventy-nine to seventy loss uh, in Charlotte on uh, January thirteenth? What were some of the lessons that you learned from that game that you applied in last night's game against uh, Johnson C. Smith? Uh, some of the things that we applied, you know, just trying to uh, guard number three better. And um, getting back on defense, we were down there. We did a, ter- a terrible job at um, getting back on defense. I think we had like 20 fast break points. Wow. Uh, and that definitely makes a difference if you can knock that out for sure. On the line with us right now, Isaac Parson from uh, Winston-Salem State University. I got to tell you, I mean, obviously, and we've talked about this before, when you go into a game, I don't care if you're playing Johnson C. Smith or if you're playing the Boston Celtics. I mean, you expect to win that game. But any idea that it would be by the comfortable margin that you guys did it last night? Um, I had a feeling that it would, you know, we were kind of upset that we lost that game at John C. Smith, you know, as they uh, broke our streak in the CIAA. Um, so, you know, we were just in practice um, every day of the week, you know, just talking about it, um, the things that we needed to do to get ready for the game. And so we just came out executing. It's got to make it's got to be a lot more fun in a locker room, and I mean, this is the common sense question of all of them. But it's always a lot more fun in the locker room, especially when you beat a rival like that. But especially a team that beat you the first time you played them, right? Definitely. Um, playing at home is definitely an advantage, so we're just ready for it. Well, very good. Again, that voice you listen to, Isaac Parson. Let's go back. Uh, we haven't talked to you since last Saturday. You played uh, in Fayetteville against Fayetteville State. Uh, 61 to 58 setback. Just uh, tell us a little bit about that game, IP. Uh, we had a slow start. Uh, we were down by seven at the halftime, and then we uh, made our way back in the game. We were up four, and then we just had some key mistakes down the stretch and they started coming back and I think we shot 8 for 17 from the free throw line so we on the road and, and we shooting 8 for 17 we ain't going to get a win what, what are some of the things that you know I always like to talk about lessons learned and all that what are, what are a couple of things that you took out of that game that you'll be applying the next time you see them here in just uh, good grief uh, what in uh, just a week and a half um, just knowing the shooter and the slasher, just, just just going out there and executing early and not waiting to the last minute. 
um, to follow what uh, the coaches are telling us. I know uh, we asked you, I think it was either last week or a couple weeks ago, you know, the biggest rivals for uh, your Rams of Winston-Salem State University. And one of them that you said was uh, Livingston. And you get a chance to see them tomorrow, 4 o'clock uh, in Winston-Salem. Uh, how excited are you about that game? What, what's the scouting report? You've not seen them yet this year. What's the scouting report on Livingston? Um, I've seen them a little bit this year. Um, shoot. It just we got to get back. Obviously, you know they're a fast-paced team. Um, they don't really run too many sets, so they really just trying to get up and down. And then um, number zero, when we gonna have to uh, key in on him, uh, make him go right. That voice you're listening to, that's Isaac Parson. He is uh, the starting point guard, one of the best players in CIAA. Kinston grad too. Uh, who, uh, again, uh, was a national player of the week this year for uh, Winston-Salem State. And, again, uh, Livingston coming in tomorrow. Uh, you played so many games on the road to start this season, and now you have had this neat little stretch where, you know, two of your last three, three of your last five games have been there in the friendly confines of uh, your gym there at Winston-Salem. How much more special is it for you to be able to play in front of the home crowd instead of having to be on the road all the time? Uh it's a big advantage with us playing at home. Um, like I said, not many people can come in games and, and play like they're playing at home. You know, the energy is so much bigger when you got your crowd um, behind you. So, you know, we just try to use that when I'm to an advantage and get to a lead early and just continue to um, continue to lead. Well, as you are looking at I'm counting up here what one two three four about seven games left here in the regular season before you get to the CIAA tournament in Baltimore what are some of the things that uh you you know what I'll say you as a team and then you personally that you really need to stress on and that you really need to work on as you're uh as you're wrapping up this regular season here um what we're really uh trying to work on or stress um you know rebounding um, boxing out, um, knowing personnel, shooting slashes, um, shooting on the plays so so we can execute the plays when we need them, um, and just knowing tempo, something I feel like I need to work on, um, shoot my turnovers. I feel like I had a couple of bad turnovers um, last night, but, you know, something I got to work on. Well, very good. And that's one of the things that uh... – Good basketball players do, isn't it? Is they they realize they're they're never exactly where they need to be. There's always stuff to work on, right? Yes, sir. Very good. Listen, IP, thank you so much for joining us here this morning. TGIF with IP every Friday here on the show. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. How about this? Two weeks from now, we'll be getting ready to go to uh, Indianapolis for the uh, NBA All Star Weekend, man. And I. I I, I don't know if you know how excited I am, but I'm going to be there. Uh, the show's going to be there, so we're pretty excited about seeing you playing Andy, dude. Yes, sir. I'm excited as well. Well, very good. Listen, IP, thank you so much. We will uh, we'll talk to you next week, okay? All right. Talk to you next week. There you go. That's Isaac Parson, Winston-Salem State University, joining us here this morning on uh, the Brian Hank Show. And how about this? How about this for a treat? Uh Sitting across from me right now, I got to tell you, you smell really good too. It's uh, John Dawson joining us live here.
in the stu- you do smell. Like, would, would you rather re- me say that you smell good or I'd, that you smell bad? I'd rather you not comment either way because I've <laughs> you know ten seconds into the appearance, I regret it already. <laughs> there you go. Oh man, a uh, fun visit there with uh, with uh, Isaac Parsons. We do every week here on the uh, Brian Hank Show. And hey, coming up here in about five minutes or so, we'll have Virginia Edmondson on from uh, Montreat College, former. Uh, a Rendell Parrot Academy star, so uh, very excited to have her joining us here in just a few minutes. But hey, that, that, I, I had to since you came in here, I had to cut. Uh, and I love IP, but I had to uh, cut that a little bit short so I could say so I could say hello to you this morning. Well, I've got a paper route, and I've got it to your house. <laughs> Figured I'd just take a break and come on in. That's cool. That's cool. Would you like some uh, punch? We got punch and cookies in there if you would like some. No, I've already hit three people this morning. <laughs> okay. But anyway. Ah, wait a minute. Wait. Oh, I don't have that button ready. Uh, I'll, I'll get. Duh, duh, duh. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on with you? Duke Carolina tomorrow night, dude. I know a, a big game in they're the at Dawson. Chap- they're at Chapel Hill, right? They're at Chapel Hill, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and say now Carolina by seven, and but when they go over to Cameron, I'm going to say Duke by seven. Okay. Well, how much do you think Carolina, I mean, they, if they play Georgia Tech 20 times, Carolina should win that game 20 times. And I can understand their upsets here and there, but how much do you think that loss against uh, Georgia Tech is going to get them ready for tomorrow? I think it's perfect timing. I think you were right. If they had beaten Georgia Tech and gone into the Duke game winning 10 in a row, I think they would have been a little full of themselves. And I think it was just a, a good kick in the pants to wake them up. And uh, um, no matter what happens, I'm always, I sleep better at night knowing that Shashevsky's last game at Cameron was a loss to Carolina and his last game as a coach was a loss to Carolina. So his last, that's a Cheshire smile that you've got or Cheshire. Cat, the end of the smile. Grecian era <laughs> with that hair dye. Well, have you noticed, because, you know, you see him every once in a while, and he's still, you know, hawking his uh, TED Talk stuff or whatever it is, Yeah, that he's allowed a few strands of white hair to be in his uh, shock of hair now. Well, because of COVID and supply chain, Grecian, the Grecian <laughs> company said, dude, you know, eight, after eight taker trunks a year is our limit. They just ran out. Do you think he uses that much to keep that hair jet black? Well, he was – he could – he had resorted to Valvoline, but even they ran short on that too. NASCAR was having trouble keeping all the races going. Oh my god! <laughs> so you're on a roll, dude. Eh, what can I say? Uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, what's going on with you, uh, other than other than uh, poking your head in here this morning? Like I said, I got to finish my paper out, and uh, now I've got plenty of. St- I got a lot of stuff going on today, and just you know. None of it happens till about ten o'clock, so I figured I would come in here and waste your time. And no, listeners. no, you. This is awesome, man. I love having you on between uh, IP and Virginia this morning, dude. Oh yeah. Well, um, I got an NIL deal brewing too, but I can't talk about it. I still have c- college eligibility as a as oh, an athlete. Oh, I do too. I do too. <laughs> they don't want me though did you hear what i said earlier this morning about uh the brian hanks show is going to be the sponsor of all uh opponent strikeouts at down east wood ducks this year at granger stadium opponent strike man you're really getting down into the minutia aren't you (laughs) well no but that's a good thing though every time a wood ducks pitcher strikes out a uh, an opponent 
you're going to hear that strikeout brought to you by the Brian Hanks show. And see, we're going to talk about this on the show next week uh, during the birthday game when we have you and Jonathan in here. Yes. Dude, we got to come up with something. I was thinking that we could do like a little rotation of like me saying, you're out of here. And uh-huh. then that Shane Albee will hit the button. What would you say? You've got to come up with something witty to say that he can hit the button. And All say, right, go, go sit down. Go sit down. <laughs> What do you, what do you, what do you think the Prince of Darkness's uh, saying will be? Take a seat, Junior. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But what do you think? That's cool, though, right? I mean, that's fan- we get a royalty, right? No, we're actually paying for it. Who is this we you speak of? <laughs> well, <coughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, but they'll flash the uh, Brian Hanks show logo up on the screen. Right. We got to get a picture of the three of us. I want that to flash up on the screen. Say every other strikeout or two. Or what do you think? Well, that'll be a new, instead of the wave, it'll be the, ha! Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, it'll be the what? I've already done it. No, I want you to do it one more time. It'll be the, ha! Ah! <laughs> That's someone eating their hot dog at Granger Stadium. and It'll, be more, really money, but it'll be more money because there'll be so much dyspepsia, they'll have to start <laughs> over. But somebody will be sitting there eating. I like that. Somebody will be eating their hot dog, and they're not maybe really paying attention. They're talking to their wife. And they or, see a picture of us, and go, whoa! <laughs> you know. So you think that uh, they should now have like Pepto in the uh, in the uh, concession stands now? Because oh, they rent trash bags. There's there's all kinds of opportunities here. Ah, we could put our face on the trash bags too. Oh well, that yeah, they'll. Man, there's money to be made. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, John Dawson, I appreciate you coming in here, man. It was good. You want to hang out for the Virginia uh, Virginia Edmondson uh, interview? Sure. I love it. Okay, well let's get her here up on the line with us. As we're doing that, though, uh, let me thank uh, one. I should have had this printed off where you could read it. Hey, you know what? She's an Arundel Parrot Academy grad. Guess who's one of her day one sponsors? Arundel Parrot Academy. Dude, ding, ding, ding. You're absolutely right. They are the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region located on a beautiful 80-acre campus right here in Kinston. Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kinston, Greenville, Newburn, Goldsboro, uh snow hill wilson jacksonville bucklesbury oh my there are bucklesbury students that go to parrot academy oh my there you go uh apa students receive acceptances to uh, or from colleges and universities across the country and around the world uh give uh parrot academy a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 dobbs farm road right here in kenson and again you could be cool just like Virginia Edmondson and be a, an alum of a Rendell Parrot Academy. Isn't that right, Virginia? Yes, sir. <laughs> there you go. Good morning, Virginia. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing really good. I got to tell you, I'm doing pretty good. You've got myself, John Dawson, talking to you right now here on the Brian Hanks Show this morning. Got to tell you, though, not doing nearly as good as you or Montreat College Cavaliers who just won Eighth straight game, uh, what, uh, Wednesday night, eighth straight game, 80-40 to 40 at uh, Columbia International University. You had 21 points, four rebounds, two assists, and a steal in 22 minutes in that game. So you almost scored a point a minute in that game. You're the leading scorer for Montreal. It's the longest winning streak in 13 years for uh, Montreal College. It's a pretty special time to be a Cavalier right now, isn't it, Virginia? Yes, sir, it is. I'm very grateful for this opportunity that God gave me and everything that he's put in my life has come to life, and I'm just excited about the future. 
That is awesome. Again, on the line with us right now, Virginia Edmondson from uh, Montreat College. Now, you've taken uh, kind of a neat route from your time uh, of being at Arundel Parrot Academy. And uh, tell us a little bit about that, because we were keeping up, as I do every uh, day here on the show, uh, Virginia. I always do a Hometown Heroes segment. You've been a part of it for the past three years or since you graduated from Parrot. But uh, tell everybody about your road to Montreat. Yeah, so I went I went to Spring Creek my freshman year, um, and I decided to move to Parrot my sophomore year. But I tore my right ACL, which was very difficult for me because basketball was my life, and I just centered my life with basketball. But after tearing my ACL, it was hard on my mental health. But I decided to come back and play and get myself better because I know that God has a plan for my life. So I came back played at Parrot, four games in, I tore my other ACL, and I was out for the next season, which was really difficult on me, but I decided that God has a plan for my life, and I can trust his plan, and I came back after two torn ACLs, um, I got an offer from Ottawa University in Arizona, which I'm very grateful for, they gave me the opportunity, because I tore both my ACLs, so not many colleges would want me, but they gave me the opportunity. I went there my freshman year. It was a great year. I met some great people, and I felt like God that's where God wanted me that year. But I decided to transfer to Montreal my sophomore year just to be, um, come close to the home. And my sister comes here, so I'm so blessed I have her in my life, too. She's helped me with so much. But I just know that God has so much to offer for me. He gave me the opportunity to play basketball. He gave me the ability to play. And I just worked really hard this summer, and I was determined to come back and play the best year i've had so yeah and not just you but also montreal like i said uh the best uh the, the longest winning streak for the cavaliers in the last 13 years and we'll get back to that in a second but i've just got you kind of glossed over it a little bit there virginia but i've just got to find out how did you end up in arizona ontario university of arizona i mean you said they recruited you but you would think how in the world did they even hear of virginia edmondson from uh, Goldsboro via uh, via Parrot Academy. How, how did you end up there? You know, I can ask the same question. I was just as surprised <laughs> as you. <laughs> I have no idea, honestly. I just feel like God put that where I needed to go, and they gave me the opportunity to play, which I'm so blessed for. That is awesome. And let's backtrack a little bit, too. I mean, I can't even imagine. I remember we talked to you your senior year uh, here on the show. It was our first year of the show. But I remember we had a little short conversation with you, myself and Junius Smith III uh, here on the show, about the, the stuff that you had been through. I mean, again, that is just crazy. You, you, you know, one ACL injury, then the next year, the next ACL. What kept you strong during that time? I mean, what, who motivated you? What, what kept your eyes on the prize of knowing that, hey, you are a great basketball player? And when you talk to folks over at Parrot Academy, they'll tell you, Virginia is one of the best players that's ever come through uh, Arundel Parrot Academy. What kept you motivated during that time, during all that tough rehab, to get back and to even put you where you are today? Yeah, um, I had the best support. My family, I had great friends who were had my back. Um, I say my parents were my main source. They, you know, they kept my, they kept me safe, and they made sure they knew how to you know, trust the process in it and anything I did, they had my back. So I'm so thankful for them. 
in your career, like I said, at Parrot, I mean, uh, your senior year just goes down as one of the best seasons that uh, a female athlete has had at Parrot Academy. Just looking back on that, what are some of your favorite memories of being at Parrot? Um, I love my teammates. I love my coach. I'm so thankful for the opportunity that I got to go there. We had some great memories on the road. We had some, a lot of laughs. It was just a great time. That is awesome. Uh, and then, of course, like I said, you get to Arizona, you spend a year there, and now you're uh, in the, the beautiful mountains of North Carolina right now. I've, I've got to imagine that's quite the culture change going from, I mean, your four stops, like you said, from Spring Creek, then to Parrot, then to Arizona, now at Montreat. You, you've had a little bit of different culture in each one of those stops, haven't you? <laughs> yes, I have. What are the – compare and contrast uh, being in Arizona to uh, playing for the Cavaliers of Montreat? You know, the school I went to in Arizona was so nice. It was brand new. We had brand new facilities. We flew every to every game. Um, the weather was incredible. It was it was so nice. And then I came – I come to Montreat. Beautiful campus. It's so beautiful. Um, but it's it's really cold up here. Um, we don't get to fly to every game. We got to ride on bands, but it's just a different, different setting, but I, I love it. And I'm so thankful I'm here. Well, let's talk about, uh, last year, uh, segueing into this year, uh, an, an all right season last year, but man, what you guys have done this year, what, what, what flipped the switch for you guys, Virginia, uh, again, eight game winning streak, uh, the longest in 13 years for the Montreat Cavaliers. Well, We'll get to you personally here in a second, but let's talk about it as a team. What what, what flipped the switch for you guys to go from just a uh, 500 team to where you are right now at uh, 15 and 7 overall, 12 and 4 in the NAIA's Appalachian Athletic Conference? Yeah, um, as a team, we just came together. We know we have the talent to do it, and we knew that this is something we all wanted to do. We're very determined. We just want what's best for our team, and we know that we can do it. And I just feel like we haven't flip that switch yet and we're just going to keep on going until we finish this thing well and again personally for you you've just had a, a great season virginia i don't have to tell you that leading score for the team you lead in steals you lead in assists i think you're second or third in rebounds right now well what has been the difference for you between last year where you were a leader on the team but not to the degree that you are this year what 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 what's happened for you personally yeah um last year i went through a tough time um when my eye stuff i had not the best grades, which was my fault, and I take responsibility on it. But I decided that to come back this year and just be the best I can be. I practice every day over the summer because I know that God has more for me in store, and I know that I have more to offer for my team. I just want to do what's best for my team, but I practice every day this summer, and I'm having the best season I've ever had, so I'm thankful for it. Absolutely. Well, like I said, here you stand right now, 15 and seven overall, 12 and four, uh, in conference play, uh, you play, uh, at, or you're at home against Johnson university tomorrow. Uh, what, how do you continue this? I mean, uh, obviously you guys have, uh, connected onto something there, Virginia. What, what are your coaches telling you? What do you think? What do you guys need to do to keep this going and, uh, into the postseason? Yeah. You know, we, our coach always tells us, it's always the next game. Like we can't just keep looking back. We got to keep looking forward. He knows that we can win. We know we can win every game. We just got to keep going. We got to be, de be determined and not lose our focus. So. Well, 
I tell you what, Virginia, I appreciate you coming on. I understood the other morning. I, I hope you realize that, that, hey, academics are first. And like you said, oh, you were just telling us a few minutes ago, I mean, you, you have realized, I mean, how extremely important that is. How do you balance that? Uh, listen, you are a true student athlete. Listen, anybody that comes from Rendell Parent Academy, we know they are stu- they're students first before they're athletes. But how do you balance that between being the leading scorer and being the leader on this Montreal College basketball team and uh being a rock star in the classroom too yeah um it's tough i mean it's really tough but you gotta have really good time management you gotta know what you got you're gonna do during the day you gotta set a schedule up it's just a lot that comes to it but it's doable it is doable it's just it can get hard sometimes but oh absolutely what's your major i'm a psychology major oh very good ah that was my major at uh, UNC Charlotte, so there you go. Uh, it, okay. it, very good. Listen, Virginia, thank you so much for joining us this morning here on the show. I would love to talk to you maybe when you guys get to the postseason. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. Virginia, thank you. Good luck against uh, uh, Good luck against Johnson University tomorrow, the rest of the year. We'll, we'll, we'll get back up together with each other here on the show uh, when you guys hit the postseason. Okay, sounds good. There you go. Thank you so much. That's Virginia Edmondson from Montreat College. Uh, inspirational young lady there, John Dawson. And when she gets her degree, maybe she can help you. <laughs> Dude, I was being serious. Well, you're, you're, you're being serious too, Physician right? heal thyself. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But so neat, man, to be in our neck of the woods. She's one of our hometown heroes that we talk about every day here on the show. Uh, but again, I, that's just fascinating me when we were talking about her a couple of years ago, when she was at, uh, this new school, this, uh, NAIA school, Ontario university of Arizona in surprise, Arizona. That's really, that's the name of the town. Surprise, Arizona. Where Jim neighbors is from surprise. I get it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> see the kids. They don't get that. Well, they're yeah. not listening anyway. <laughs> the kids do listen, man, nah. dude, 18 to 65, man. Is it our adults? <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> you know what? I think I just made your point, didn't I? I rest my case. There you go. Back to you, you, Mr. Go. Berger. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I tell you what, while, uh, let, let me do hometown heroes here real quick. We just talked about Virginia Anderson. We just had her on the line with us. You just heard from Isaac Parson before that. But let me tell you, Isaac Parson, Jeremy Dixon, Amaji Dodd last night. They of uh, Winston-Salem State, they improved to 14-6 and six overall, 8-3. and three. In the uh, CIAA, they won at home last night against Johnson C. Smith. Uh, they had lo- they won by 25 last night, 77 to 52. They had lost to the Bulls, uh, 79 to 70 in Charlotte back on January 13th. IP finished with nine points, five rebounds, five assists, and uh, two steals in 25 minutes. He started the game. Amaji started. He had 12 points, eight rebounds, and two blocks in 27 minutes. And then Jeremy came off the bench to have four points and three rebounds in 19 minutes. They play at home. Tomorrow, Winston-Salem State does against Livingston College. That game is tomorrow at 4 o'clock. It'll be the first matchup of the season between the arch rivals. Should be a heck of a game tomorrow in Winston-Salem. Our other uh, hometown heroes, let's go down the list here. Brandon Ingram and the New Orleans Pelicans. They're 27-21 uh, overall. They're first place in the Southwest Division. They're a game up on Dallas. However, they're seventh in the Western Conference. They are at San Antonio uh, today. Bad news, the all-star reserves were announced last night, and there was still this slim chance we thought Brandon might make it. Mm -hmm. He ended up not being named to the all-star team. Well, it's obviously fixed. It is obviously fixed. You're absolutely right. uh, Because, you know, Brian's got to make it personal for Brian here. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. 
yeah, I'm going to Indianapolis in a couple of weeks to watch IP play in the uh, HBCU uh, Classic against Virginia Union. And uh, But my flight back was on Sunday at uh, like 7 o'clock in the morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, something like that. I was going to extend my stay by a day, though, if uh, Brandon had made it to the All-Star game. And I was going to get credentialed for that. But no use now since Brandon's not going to be in it. So, uh, well, your odds are you're going to miss the flight anyway. You might as well stay and watch. Well, they don't have a uh, – a, uh, Varsity hot dog? Yeah, the, look at you remembering. They don't have a varsity in Indianapolis. So, Although I tried to get my flight back uh, via uh, – in fact, I think I am flying back through Atlanta. But it's going to be like at 930 in the morning. And I don't know if varsity is open at 930 in the morning. Oh, I'm sure they'll open for you, Brian. Well, I only have like a 55-0-minute layover. Uh, so uh, It'll take you that long to order it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been to restaurants with you. I yes, you. you have. I can't even be mad. You're absolutely <laughs> right. But uh, but uh, man, uh, they are there are going to be injuries between now and then, and I'd like to think Brandon's like the second or third player out. So if maybe an injury or two happens, he may get named to the All Star game. So if you see somebody that's made the team, trip them. Ding ding ding. Yeah. Hey, I could uh, galooly somebody's there you uh, go. somebody's knee uh, between not enough to knock them out for you know their career but just enough to just a day yeah yeah there you go there you go hey reggie bullock jr in the houston rockets they are home today versus toronto they also play sunday at minnesota damian dunn in the fourth ranked houston cougars they are 19 and 2 overall 6 and 2 in the big 12 they are at number eight kansas uh tomorrow at four o'clock that game will be on espn Dontrez styles in georgetown uh they're eight and 12 overall one and eight and uh, the big east are struggling a little bit right now they play tomorrow against number 14, Marquette. That game is at 2 o'clock on FS1. Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt really struggling this year. I don't know if you've been keeping up with them, John, but 5-15 uh, and 15 right now, 0-7 in the SEC. Uh, they're uh, home versus Missouri uh, tomorrow at 3.30. It's a rebuilding year, Brian. It is a rebuilding year for sure. Uh, nor- uh, former North and North starter Shanti Lynch and Maryland Eastern Shore, they're 10-10 10 10 overall. They're 3-2 in the MEAC. Uh, they and I know you're going to kazoon tight. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, they're at uh, they're at Howard University tomorrow. That game is at two o'clock. Dante Ellis of Pitt Community College. Uh, they are six and fourteen overall, four and nine in Region Ten. But they won at Johnston Community College last night, ninety to sixty three. No stats up on uh, the Pitt page, so I don't know how Dante did. But they are home versus Lewisburg Saturday at 3. Then they are at Southwest Virginia Sunday at 3. Uh, we just talked about Virginia Edmondson. How about Coach Claude Shields, of uh, formerly of um, Rendell Parrot Academy? He's a head coach at William Peace University. They're 9-11 th- uh, overall, 3-5 and five in the USA South. They are at Greensboro College tomorrow at 2. We'll remind you about LCC. Uh, they are at nationally ranked Davidson-Davey tomorrow at 3. They're 11-8 and eight overall. Nine and six in Region Ten. Their next home game is Tuesday versus Fayetteville Tech. Uh, ECU men's basketball, eleven and eleven overall, four and five in the American. They are at Charlotte Saturday at two on ESPNU. Last and not least, last but not least, ECU women's basketball, twelve and eight overall, five and four in the American. They won at home versus Tulsa last night, fifty-six to forty-eight. They are at Wichita State Sunday at three o'clock so that wraps up our hometown heroes our lcc ecu look and you know what i did not tell you about uh unc lenore healthcare they're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview we just had virginia edmondson on our big interview here 
on the Brian Hanks Show today, nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston. UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. Uh, with a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare <clears throat> at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your health care needs. Or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to uh, Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. And today it was Virginia Edmondson from Montreat College. Uh, very excited about that. And I'm very excited about this too. Uh, I know next week is uh, uh, Super Bowl week. We're going to have several uh, guests on to promote the Super Bowl. Brett Kennedy who is now – he's going to be live from Las Vegas where the Super Bowl is going to be played. Mm. He'll be joining us on Wednesday. We're going to have Terrence Copper, uh, who played for the Kansas City Chiefs for three seasons. He's going to be live sitting in that very chair. You're sitting in right there. Uh, John Dawson, he'll be joining us on Friday. We're going to try to get Harlan Neal, big San Francisco 49ers fan. You know any 49ers and Chiefs fans? Uh, Taylor Swift is going to be on my podcast. Wait, what? Yeah, we're going to play like 10 seconds of one of her songs. <laughs> How did you get her? As I say, we're just going to play 10 seconds of one of her songs. Oh, so that's how she's going to be joining you. Yeah. Oh, you ought to do one Try of those things. Remember up. how you did? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm bad. You ought to do like you did with the Mike Krzyzewski interview and interview her and have little snippets of. Well, if I had a guarantee it would get aired. Oh, I'll, I'll do hell, it. I'll air it on here. You do it. I'll put it on here Because it took week. about two years to get the uh, Krzyzewski thing on well, there. Well, dude, I was still being credentialed for games and for ACC tournaments. and Maybe we could run it on his birthday as a memorial because that was a lot of work. His birthday, I believe, is uh, Valentine's Day. Well, there you go, big boy. Ah, I yeah. like it. I believe we could do that and do a out of the out of the attic or out of uh, the archives or yeah. whatever you want to call it, something like that. That's, yeah. that's what the fancy people do. Yeah. Yeah, not, we're the little show that could, though, John Dawson. Sure. We are. All right. We're number one. Yeah. It's almost like it's a secret. <laughs> it's not a secret. We, I pretty much try to bring it up every day. I know we do. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. Uh, anyway, so what you got going on this weekend? Uh, I'm looking forward to enjoying the birthday game. <laughs> it will be starting here in no, just a I've, few I've moments. Got, I've yeah. got a lot of... Uh, a lot of music stuff going on. Uh, John Guy Bark is uh, it's mainly him helping me build a studio, and we're, we've got a new Allen and Heath mixing desk to put together. So lots yeah. of cool stuff. Is it as big as my uh, Roadcaster? It's board about over here? ten times as big. Really? Yes. Lots what do you, of knobs what do you and do? Fingers. And I know we do need to go. We're up against it. But what do you do with all those knobs and buttons? And well, it's just if you you know if something needs compression, it needs a little more treble. I mean, when you make a record, there's like ten trillion options. And, that those are all on the board. Okay, we got to go. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, John. Thank hey, you, Brian. Let's play the birthday. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. There you go. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the Friday, February 2nd edition of the Brian Hank Show right after that. It's Friday. It's finally Friday. Gentlemen, we have made it to the end of the week. Are you happy, John Dawson? Uh, compared to what, Brian? Uh, to it being a Monday. Oh, good Lord, yes. <laughs> Jonathan Massey, how happy are you? In regards to? Let me hear a gleeful sound that today is Friday and not Monday. Yippee. <laughs> that almost sounded sincere, didn't it? No, not on no. any planet. Not on any planet whatsoever. Oh, look at this good-looking woman coming down the hall bringing a cold water and a 
can of ginger ale. Bless your heart. Thank you so much. Thank you, baby. Massey and I are going to split this. Okay, as we watch John take his vitamins over here. Yeah, keep it moving. Oh. Now we want to, let, let's give play by play here. No, oh, no. Look, Papa needs his pills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing play by play on vitamins. How many are you taking? Three. Don't take them. You're going to melt in your hand I, I if do, you don't take I do them. I do have a legitimate question. Yeah. Uh, do you take them one at a time or? I guess you got Yep. Uh, He's answering your question. He's taking them one at a time. Well, since one of them is the size of a, a, a boulder, yeah, I do take them one at a time. Yeah, what are you taking? I know one was fish oil. Fish oil, a B12, and a C. I learned from my granddad how to take medicine because, you know, but he would take them all at once with no water. Oh, my, you know, my God. My granddaddy would do that, too. So that's I, I can take my seizure medicine with, with no – and they're bigger – than probably what you have, and I can take. Well, you and Brian's relationship finally paid off. There you <laughs> go. Okay, uh, John Dawson. We played the birthday game yesterday, the first one of the month. You won mm-hmm. three to two, uh, and we've got one, two, <laughs> three. <laughs> I like the slow. You gotta love the slow clap. You know? That's a great one. It is. A, he always and the way his eyes too. He sells it with his eyes. <laughs> okay, uh, John Dawson. Why don't you tell us about the title sponsor? of this uh this uh fine portion of the show called the birthday game <laughs> you talk about your throat seizing up my brain just seized up dude <laughs> uh Goico Ser- technology service providers uh if you uh they sponsor this segment if your business is fledgling if you're you know picking up cans on the side of the road just to make ends meet you need to you know go put on some good sunday clothes take a bath and go see jacques um, and he'll uh, wipe the crust out of your eye, give you a lifesaver, and get you on the uh, road to uh, prosperity in no time. Back to you, Brian. I like it. I like it a lot. Jonathan Massey, why don't you tell us how we can get hold of our good friend Jacques Passeleg? Well, everybody needs to grab their phone and at the same time dial 252 252 And if you get a busy tone, it's because you're all idiots and dialed that number at the same time. <laughs> there you wow. go. Uh, how, what, there doesn't he have a couple of websites? Yeah, yeah. Let's crash the server <laughs> for the interwebs and go to goecoNC.com. What is goeco.com or Bucklesberry.com? There you go. Uh, he's the original bassist for this band. Dawson, the original bassist. Yep. I used to know this. Well, tell them the band first. Journey. Yeah. Steve Smith was the drummer. John Kane was the keyboardist. Neil Sean was the guitar player. Bass player. Can't remember. Ross Valerie. That's right. There you go. Ross Valerie. He played with a little flange pedal on his bass. Okay. Well, how old is flange Valerie today? 75. You say 75. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 76. Ah, you I said 74. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit of 74. There you go. He was born February the 2nd in the year of our Lord, 194. Oh, shoot. I got. The, I did the old. What did you? What was your original guess? 75. Ah, yeah. He was 75. 1949. Doggone it. I'm still messing up on the. <laughs> I'm still messing up on the 2023, 2024. But oh, yeah, yeah, he was born in 
1949, so he's 75 today. Congratulations, John Dawson. You got it right on the nose. You lead one to nothing. We've got another artist here. Da, 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 da. Think about Caddyshack every time I hear that song. Oh. Okay, I'm going to pick the wrong song, and you're just going to have to deal with okay, it. Okay, yeah. Well, no, no. Dawson, Crosby, Stills, Nash, maybe Young, I don't know. It is Young, but uh, it's not. Which one is it, though? The guy singing is Graham Nash. Ding, ding, ding. Today is Graham Nash's birthday. He wrote this when he was living with Joni Mitchell. Did he really? Yes. Song? Our House. There you go. Dude, you never cease to amaze me, man. It's crazy to think that Bing Crosby was still doing music when this came out. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, wait. There you go. There you go. Derbingle. There you go. Graham Nash. Tell me about Graham Nash. He started out in that band, The Hollies. He had bus stop waiting, and then he he met these guys at a party, and um, they harmonized around the piano and realized they had a unique sound. And he kind of uh, was, the, if you want to call him sane, he was the sane one because Stephen Stills is out of his mind. David Crosby's gifted but way out of his mind. And uh, Neil Young, gifted but out of his mind. So Graham Nash was kind of the the, the sane one of the, the mother group. hen, yeah. Kind of like how I am and of our, of our threesome. I'm the sane one of the three of us. Massey. <laughs> oh, you think Massey's the sane one? Of I want him to weigh us? in and not look at his nails. <laughs> Come on, man! I am by far the sanest one of the three of us. You are the most uptight. <laughs> He is he not uptight? I'm staying out of this one. <laughs> I think you're a great guy, dude. You you two are my best friends on the planet. I'm not saying anything bad about you. You're just uptight, dude. You're I'm not uptight. I like to get stuff done. <laughs> Jonathan? <laughs> Look at Jonathan just looking at her. Dude. If it was up to YouTube, we'd still be talking about you did from a half an hour ago. <laughs> I got to cut out other stuff. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Well, first of all, I think we can all agree <laughs> that if we could talk about that, that is pretty much the only thing that we would be of us the would talk about. That would be the only thing we would talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Graham Nash over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? 80. 80. You say 80. What do you say, John Dawson? Eighty-one. He was born February the second, nineteen forty-two. So he's eighty-two today. So congratulations, mm. there, John Dawson. You get that. You take a two to nothing lead. We've got another musical hand. I really need to start taking his visual cues because when I said eighty, he kind of gave me this look like, "Are you going to say anything?" I else? thought you were going to say eighty something. <laughs> so you're right. That wasn't good on my part. There. Cheating, just happened. <laughs> How did we cheat? You got it. You were trying to cheat. I was not trying to. He cheat. He said eighty, and you went. Well, I thought he was going to say because he went 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what Actually, that's kind of that's kind of on me because I've noticed that he does that. He doesn't do it on purpose. It's completely subconscious. I don't have a good poker face. But I so I try to get I try to get my clues where I can. Yeah. Okay. She was born Shakira Isabel Meberick Ripoli, but we know and love her simply as a woman whose hips don't lie. Minnie Pearl. Ooh. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> Tell him, John. What's for supper, Grandpa? <laughs> about, about Minnie Pearl? <laughs> no, not about Minnie Pearl. That it's is Christina Aquavelva. 
Right. No, it's not. I know. Because oh. when he said Mini Pro, I just immediately went Bloodhound game. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't tell him. Yeah. The references to, yeah. Shakira. Shakira. Dude, I love Shakira, man. Shakira, she's lovely. In fact, our last three birthdays here are all <laughs> very ridiculously beautiful women, and I think Shakira deserves a... Uh, okay. There you go. How old is she today over there, John Dawson? 40. You say 40. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Surprisingly, a little. I think she's a good bit older than that, but I'm going to say 41, but I think she's closer to 50, is she not? She was born February the 2nd in the year of her Lord, 1977. She's 47. So, congratulations, uh, Jonathan Massey. You get that. Uh, and I'm going to pop this in. Dude, dude. Don't pull it. <laughs> yes, mm, Shakira. Uh, not to be uptight, but let's get to the next. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> okay. Uh, it goes back to you here, John Nathan Massey. She uh, appeared on the cover of Sports Illustrated for an unprecedented three straight years in a row in 1979, 1980, and 1981. Just beautiful. Uh, she broke Billy Joel's heart. Oh, Christy Brinkley. It is Christy Brinkley's birthday, and I think worthy of uh, another Jonathan Massey growl. <coughs> yeah. yeah, would you not agree, Christy Brinkley? Oh, she's a troll. <laughs> Whatever, man. He's just messing with you, dear listener. Christy Brinkley over there, John Nathan Massey. How old is she today? So, Sixty-five. You say sixty-five. What do you say, John Dawson? Sixty-six. You are closer. She was born February the second, nineteen fifty-four. She's seventy today, dude. Mm-hmm. That breaks my. I just can't believe, dude. Well, you should be glad she's alive. I am glad she's alive because our next one is dead. Uh, <laughs> ah, sugar plums. Yeah. yeah, you you got that one. You you lead three to one. You've already clinched today, John Dawson. That's but right. we'll do this last one anyway. Man. Every, and I don't know, you might be a bit too young, John Dawson, but every young boy my age and even a year or two on either side of me had a poster of her. Farrah Fawcett? Farrah Fawcett, man. Good God almighty. Farrah Fawcett was beautiful, and I loved her. She was the... Charlie's Angels. Yep, Charlie's Angels. That's right. She wasn't uh, the bionic woman, was she? That was Lindsay. That was Lindsay Wagner. Yeah, Lindsay Wagner, but still, Farrah Fawcett. The bionic Tell everybody woman. about the – go ahead. No, she was gorgeous, but I was a bionic woman. That was – she was my girl. Do you remember the poster, the iconic – Oh, yeah. Kids, look up Farrah Fawcett poster. That's all you need to do, and you will thank me gleefully. Am, yeah. I, am I wrong in remembering this being a, like a red bathing suit? Yeah. She was so gorgeous. Anyway, uh, uh, my dad wouldn't let me have one, though, because uh, because it would be a sin to uh, have that in a, in a young man's home. But I sure wish I could have, though. Pictures of Lily. Yeah. That's what that song is about. It is. I know you told me that. Well, I think you probably told me that on her birthday last year. Here's my the thing that breaks my heart about her, though. You remember that she died in 2009, died of cancer in 2009. Michael Jackson, same day. <laughs> Vera Fawcett died like, or they announced her death around 10 a.m., 11 a.m. that day. And, of course, everybody, tell them, I mean, was just flabbergasted and just heartbroken and everything. And then Michael Jackson died and everybody forgot Vera Fawcett. Yes. It was, uh, I, 
I just I, I feel bad for her. I really do that her memory was you know whatever but Lee Majors remember she was married to him for a while now, that's why I'm tying him tying her to uh, the bionic woman because he was bionic man and uh, he had I guess she had come on hard times and all that and uh, he paid for her funeral and everything and took care of all that I remember when hmm. it all happened yeah he still loved her that's why I'm able to raise my through. eyebrows bionic man because you remember he had the bionic eye yeah all right that's enough way past enough do you know what I was doing? I was doing the, the bionic, bionic vision. It looks like you were having a stroke. <laughs> way, way oh, past Okay, enough. sorry, sorry. Okay, Farrah Fawcett, if she had not died in 2009, she would be celebrating her birthday today. John Dawson, how old would she be? Uh, 78. You say 78. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 77. You are closer. Would you believe she was born the same day, month, year, everything as Ross Valerie of Journey? She's 75 to... No, she's not. How gonna Okay, guesses again. What did you say? 78, 77. 78, 77. She was born in 1940. So you get it then. Okay. Well, you win three to two anyway. Doggone it. I had 75 on here, so I take that back about her being born the same day as Ross Valerie. She was born in 1947. So she said, dude, don't do the 18 side <laughs> eyes at me in a second and a half. Uh, I'm so. going to reverse five minutes straight to this one. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so she's seven. She would be 77 today. Goodness gracious. Three to two. You win today, uh, John Dawson. Hey, see that cardboard cutout over there? That's Cliff Godwin. Guess what? Today's his birthday, too. Uh, happy birthday, Coach Godwin from? Why does it look like someone's trying to farm on Funny you? Dude, I'm tagging him on this. <laughs> Got it, dude. Dude, go away. Uh, okay, all right. It's funny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so today's his birthday. It's also Marquez Jones' birthday, uh, who played basketball at Winston Salem State and Kinston High. So, if your birthday is today, like Marquez Jones, Cliff Godwin, the great fair of Fawcett, I'd need a girl for her too, please. Thank you. Also, yeah. Cliff Godwin from Green Central. That's what I was trying to get before uh, your partner in crime over here. Uh, <laughs> you introduce him as your partner in crime. Well, that's true. That's true. Uh, hey, have a great birthday. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by Goico, technology service providers. Okay, the show's planes in the air. The landing gears up. This is Tim Booty Wilson and the Booty Callers. They call it booty man look at that booty show me the booty give me the booty i want the booty back up the booty i need the booty i like the booty oh what a booty shaking that booty i saw the booty i want the booty lord what a booty bring on the booty give up the booty loving the booty round booty down for the booty i want the booty, the booty, the booty. <laughs> what the heck is this booty. beautiful booty smoking booty talk to the booty <laughs> we are live again here, myself and John Dawson. What is this? Well, there was about a minute I had to cut out of that segment so yeah. to make up for it. I, I love Tim Wilson. I figured this is this is right up Brian's alley. I do love booty. Yeah. <laughs> this is the number one most requested song on cruise ships. Is it really? Yeah. How do I not know this as much as Linda and I cruise? Well, there you go. That is awesome. Kick well, uh, kicking the booty. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god. Sleeping booty, screaming booty, harder booty, softer booty, sweeter booty, sour booty, new booty, used booty. <laughs> new booty, used booty? Uh. Your mama's booty. <laughs> mean booty. Good luck with the booty, fun booty, home booty, road booty, found booty, covered booty, bad booty, sweaty booty, powder booty. There you go. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I played it all the way there. Hey, John, thank you so much, man, for uh, coming in, helping me wrap up this week. I also want to thank again Paul Whittington in our first hour, Isaac Parson, Virginia Edmondson here in our second hour. Man, do we have it's Super Bowl week next week. Our regular guests, Mark Panicelli, Richard Clark, Michael Martin, Jason Bryant, Paul Whittington, but we're going to have Terrence Copper, Brett Kennedy, uh, guests from UNC Lenore Health. Have a great weekend. We will see you on a Booty Monday mm. here on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Booty. <laughs> <laughs> arr, arr.